from Equine Connection, the Academy of Equine Assisted Learning. Hi, I'm Carrie. I'm Carolyn. And I'm Carson. Welcome to our podcast. You'll be listening to some of our best moments of helping people to live their best lives and all while, get this, working with horses. We will be your hosts and have tons of guests along the way. Subscribe today and happy listening. Good morning or good afternoon. Hello, hello, everybody. Good to see you. Thank you for joining us once again for the What's Right series and the next portion of it here. We are really, really excited for our guest. Carrie's going to be back in just a minute. She had to just run up and make sure all the internet stuff is working as it should. So she'll be right back. But we are super pumped about our guest today because she is, well, she's just phenomenal. And the more you listen to her, the more excited you're going to be about all of this stuff as well. But before we even go into that, of course, our regular rigmarole here. But first of all, we should probably introduce ourselves. Oh, yes, that's yeah. a great idea. So my name is Carolyn Charles. I'm the Director of Sales and Marketing, as well as an instructor and facilitator for the Equine Connection, the Academy of Equine Assisted Learning, Inc. Hi, <laughs> and I'm Carrie Fulmeck, the founder and master instructor for the Equine Connection, helping people globally around the world to do what it is that we do. And what we do is we get to work with horses every day live and breathe with them, smell their beautiful, beautiful hair. And of course, they are the ones who help human beings to be able to move forward in their lives by building skills and allowing our beautiful horses to literally be the teacher. We are facilitators, but it's the horses who actually do the teaching and all of the incredible programs that we have. So welcome. <laughs> I love Laurie says nailing those intros. <laughs> <laughs> we are finally learning who we are. <laughs> True. Drew that sister. And good morning to Jenny and Simi and Laura as well. Thank you so much for joining us today. So yeah, we have the beautiful and phenomenal Leah Dick with us here today. We've known Leah for quite a few years, and oh I have to tell you, Leah did actually come in for our certification. That how, that's how we got to meet her. But <gasps> so much more. There is such. She has such a beautiful, incredible, very calming gift when it comes to working with horses. So I'm so excited to hear what she has to say with her Reiki and horses and all of those beautiful things that come together to make us be able to understand how horses actually communicate instead of guessing on how they communicate. Yes. And this is a huge part of the whole what's right series profile, really. Because I mean, for any of us who are in the horse world and really want to get to know our horses and understand what they're saying on a different level, it really is uh, such a gift to have people like Leah in our lives because she just gets us to that different place with it. We took her workshop as well, yeah, which was super, <gasps> super cool. Like opened our eyes awesome. beyond belief to when you can hear a horse in the way that they hear each other, that's when your horses come alive because they're like, what? You get me? You understand the words I be speaking, but not in words. And for me, the skeptic of all things, which yes. you guys all know, Leah is one of the very few people that I've been able to talk to and she can give me answers to Real my answers. questions. And I feel good about asking them. So ask away today because Leah is phenomenal at answering these questions as well. And she just, she says in a way you're like, oh, 
Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> Makes and it's all sense. and it's all research too. So that's the best part. We are research human beings. So yes. for us to understand and support the welfare of the horse, this is why it plays hand in hand so well together. So let's get on with this. Yes. Yeah, so without further ado, I will read out Leah's bio here as well. And then Leah, you can add on more when she gets here. But mm -hmm. when I put her in, she's here. <laughs> she is here. So and I'm gonna have to read this because otherwise I feel like I won't do it justice. Leah Dick brings a passion for wellness for both human and equine. She is co-owner co of Stoneclad Farms, a master level Reiki practitioner, a certified equine assisted learning facilitator, a facilitator of guidance of the horse, wellness and balance programs. An offering um, highlight includes the horse culture and energy workshop, which we'll tell you a little bit more about after as well, because she, and she also manages an equine veterinary reproduction departments in breeding season so i'm not sure if you guys have realized this already not one trick pony this girl she does, <laughs> she does a lot she does everything yeah a lifetime horse person from a horse family leah has experience under a number of respected trainers and coaches she's participated in a variety of disciplines and horsemanship techniques from trail riding to show jumping with a focus on the connection and the benefits to both horse and rider super key she managed a successful warm blood breeding farm for more than a decade and has initiated her own program prioritizing top jumper mother lines. Stoneclad Farms was created in 2007. Leah currently manages it and associated equine programs with her husband and daughters, which are amazing people as well. Her hubby and her kids are just fantastic. She has an extra interest in holistic horse, horse care with an integrated approach with the use of vibrational medicine. I'm sure she'll give us a bit more on that too. She became a Reiki practitioner in 2005 and has since used energy modalities in her daily life with horses to great benefit. And we've seen that in real life. In participating in her mother's holistic health and wellness facility, Namaste, and Sherwood Park for its 10-year duration, and she learned a variety of complementary methods this way. Leah's primary goal is to give back, which we love about her greatly. Mm -hmm. Horses have enhanced her life in profound ways, and finding occasions to share them with those who may not otherwise have that opportunity is a driving force. Equally important is the profound benefits horses offer to people through a mutual, higher-level connection. Ultimately, these interactions are good for the horses and good for the people. They create a ripple effect that flows out into the world in a positive way, enhancing equine and human culture. So I'm sure just from that, you guys can see why we love her so much. Oh, she's <laughs> going to give all of us who are working with horses and being with horses so much great info today. Hi, Leah. Here's Oh, and we've got somebody from Ireland tuning in too. Hello, Marina from Ireland. Yay! I don't know. Hello. <laughs> so welcome, welcome. There's a speck of a leg today, folks. <laughs> Just so everybody nice. knows. Sorry, I didn't hear you for a second. We're happy to have you. Oh, thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Really honored that you asked me. Excellent. You know, I don't know if we could do one of these without thinking of you, to be honest, no. like in the type of series that we're in, because we really appreciate everything that we've learned from you and you're always open to the extra learning as well. And that's something that has been, I think, always kept us connected too. like you're one of our go to peeps for sure. 100 percent. And I know from what we have learned from you. It has that ripple effect to all that have come and obviously been certified with us mm -hmm. and even just other horse people in our lives because you have taught us to understand in the way that horses understand each other. So it is great, great, beautiful benefits just understanding what it is that you do. So tell us, tell us, tell us. <laughs> all right. Happy to. Thank you so much for that. I really appreciate it. So what I do 
I think I'd have to give you a little bit of maybe some for what a little bit of a couple of times. And I think that that's a really important piece right now. The scope of what I'm really passionate about, their journey of self-discovery and growth and insight and allowing them to have the profound benefits that horses will bring on, on a multiple, um, on multiple levels. So for me, I grew up with horses. I was raised on the back of a horse. That's what I do. I live and breathe horses always. But I also was raised um, with a mom that was very intuitive and had really been in touch with the energy element. However, for me, similar to Carolyn, skeptical. I was not into that. No, thank you. I'm pretty linear in thinking. You know, I like the science. I want to know the hows and the whys. Um, so I, I often just said, no, give me the pill. I had some, you know, times of crisis, you know, like a lot of us are facing now, will initiate this opportunity for growth. There's always going to be some silver lining or learning. Um, and so I went through a bit of a, a trauma at one time and I finally gave in to my mom. She said, just let me send you to this place and you'll go get your Reiki levels and you can just use them on yourself. So that will help. So I did. And, and, and that was like, Hey, Leah. <laughs> Just one sec. I don't know if you're with us still or not. And are the people, can they hear? I'm not sure. Um, people who are out there, I'm not sure. Are we skipping as well, or is it just Leah? Go out and use it on myself and my kids. No. Un momento, Leah. I think it's skipping for some reason here. Oh, she went away. Okay. Leah will be back momentarily, everybody. <laughs> yeah, because even those little bits and pieces, which she was saying, which would be so profound in understanding, we want to hear those because I haven't even heard all of that before. Have you? Uh, parts of it, yeah. Yeah, but, but not all of it. Not right? all of it. No, I think it's going to be very interesting to hear the different side of things here too because Leah is – well, and you guys will. You'll see when yeah. you can hear her and her words. Like she is a guru when it comes to understanding these horses. She really is. And I'm not sure if you guys have this feeling with her already, though, is that she has that kind of voice that you could just kind of sit with her and she could pet your hair. Or yeah. With your hair. Pet your hair. Pet your hair. <laughs> Pretty. But it's so true because there's no fluff. There's no loudness. It's just all you know, really being grounded and hearing and, and listening and the things that we can do as humans, but sometimes we forget how to get to that magical piece of breathing and being able to hear them differently. Okay, she's getting her stuff together here. She just messaged me and she's going to be back momentarily. But I think maybe we should talk about what even happened when we went to her. Okay, I like that. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, we had one horse especially that we actually really, really went for. We love Leah and we would have taken the, the course anyways, but it was a weekend workshop 
And it was, again, with a vet and the research. So that's what intrigued us to come learn more about how do horses communicate. But this one horse we had, because, you know, people put so much of their own, you know, baggage and things onto our horses. Sometimes our horses actually don't know how to get rid of the stuff, kind of like humans. How do you get, how do you release it? So anyways, it was two years. The vet said, you should get rid of this horse. He's very dangerous. And we're like, nope. There's got to be a way to hear him differently. So this is where Leah opened up everything. But we're there for this weekend. We're just like every day. We can't get wow. enough. We're talking. We're like, no way. I never knew that. I never understood that. Then we came back from the workshop. Now, we're, we're totally proud. There was three of us. We now hear you horses. So, of course, we all gather around and all the horses are around. And we like, we're so proud. We're just standing there. We're like, come talk to us. Yeah. We're ready. We're ready. Listen. We get it. <laughs> and not one horse came to us because they're like, oh, a little screwy in the head ski. Because horses don't work like that. Of course, they work in that moment. So, <laughs> But it opened our eyes so, so much to how we can listen in a different way while working with them. And I think yes. that was the beginning of our journey into really the welfare side of things. Yes. I think when we first started that with with her program because it got us to a totally different level of understanding with even the partnering. How, yeah. Well, yeah, the partnering, that's a great way of saying it. Cause yeah. it's not about the using piece. No. Cause I mean, when we did start, we did say we use horses as tools or we use horses to work with people. And it's like, ah, oh, then yeah. when you understood the value, I mean, we all know the value of our horses, but when we truly understood the value in actually partnering and listening, and understanding their language and speaking the same language, oh my gosh, then it's like, oh, that's terrible. That's like us using humans. Yeah. So we totally flipped everything in our certification. So it was always about the welfare of the horse first, and then it comes to the humans. But the horse has to have that piece, or if you're just using a living being, it's no benefit to anybody I, I don't no. care how great it is but it's just no benefit when you use yeah working with is beautiful but, well and it's such even the terminology like you said with people you can't well I, i'm going to use you for this yeah no no. <laughs> no no i'll help you which is what they do for us but it really has gotten to that new place of um even when they come and they are doing things on us right when the horses are doing their teaching with us it helps us so much to kind of step back for a second instead of going directly to that horsemanship place and being like, oh, no, out of my space, da, 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 right? It helps us to get to a different spot of actually listening and letting them do what they do as horses rather than just kind of having to control the situation all the time as well. Absolutely. Yeah, it's well, a long way. She's, she's maybe maybe I want to maybe we'll just tell them a little bit about Kokanee because mm -hmm. why we went there. So with Kokanee, because he was abandoned as a baby. He actually wasn't taught from his mom because, you know, as humans, we take our babies away as well, way too quick from our mamas. But he was abandoned. And, you know, mamas help the babies to understand how do you get rid of things that you no longer need? It's kind of like moms with their children. It's the same idea. Get rid of the stuff you don't you don't need to use. And because it was such a buildup, because we worked with at risk, uh, highly at risk youth, who were actually court mandated to come to our program because they were court mandated to go to the intake center. So you can imagine they really don't want to be there and they don't want to come to us either because they're having to do it because they're court mandated. So 
here's a lot of the learning that's trying to take place and the learning is so profound when it's with horses but if a human doesn't want to learn yeah there's nothing you can't make a human want to learn and then when you bring in these precious creatures who are the teachers and you can imagine what some of these kids could be saying inside of their thoughts inside of their gut to the and horse and literally out loud well, and un how unbalanced and unsafe they can feel to a horse right yeah yeah not to say that they shouldn't get the help oh no no by any means but it's just a different place like you can't lead a horse to water you can't or you can lead a horse to water but you can't make him drink which isn't even you can't even get them there but you can lead a horse or a human to education or skill development but you can't make them absorb it no right? it's, it's the same kind of deal oh there's okay one day Here's we'll let you know about the rest of kokanee yeah back to leah, leah. yes because leah's more. here we're gonna start again yeah. leah yay leah <laughs> hello sorry <laughs> you're gonna have to start from the beginning yeah go ah, ah. okay <laughs> Um, so I was just saying I had to give a little bit of history because I've had to pivot a few times and right now is a time when a lot of other people are having to do that and so um, a little bit of history so I grew up in a horse family on the back of a horse that's what I do I <gasps> Leah no! come back She's got to start from the beginning again. I'm just sad. <laughs> okay, let's go through some comments then in the meantime. Yeah. Um, Marina, I love this too. Absolutely. I use, I'll show it. So yes. I'll read it. I use energy work in my work. Promoting this work is encouraging. Yes. Yeah. So true because it's come so far as, you know, the linear way of thinking of old school thoughts to new school thoughts. And that really, you think of how much the world can do on its own for recreating. Why wouldn't we harness some of the energy that surrounds us all the time as well? You bet. And I love this one too. Working with is very important, even for the clients say when the horse worked with me. Yeah. Yes. Develops huge respect for sen sen sentient beings. That was so good in my... There we go. And that is exactly right, Marina. I love that your clients also use that verbiage. That's so important with our teachers. Very important. There we go. Okay. okay. This time <laughs> is the this time's the winner. So third time the charm. <laughs> okay. <Woo. laughs> so I yes. I grew up in horse family. That's what I do. Um, I also had the benefit of growing up with the whole energy connection. So my mom is very intuitive and she was a, a Reiki practitioner early on. Um, so I was exposed to that. However, I, like Carolyn, uh, was a skeptic of all of that. I really wanted no part of it, didn't understand it, thought it was sort of flaky and thanks, but no thanks, mom, just give me the pill. <laughs> but I, uh, you know, and again, in times of crisis or a little bit of trauma or something happening to us, like many of us are experiencing right now, there's always a silver lining and there's always gonna be a level of growth. So I was going through that time um, back in 2005 and my mom said, just, just let me send you to this place. It's a horse place, you'll get your Reiki levels and you can use them on yourself. And so, you know, I was at a, a place where I thought, I gotta try something, so I'll try that. And that was life-changing for me. So I did get a, my first couple of levels and I began to use energy on horses. 
um, doing sessions and using them in my daily life to good benefit and on myself and all of that is really wonderful but it wasn't until about 2012 when I met my friend Laura whom you have met that she facilitated a session from a horse on me that a light bulb went off because if you've ever had a horse work on you it feels very much like a reiki session or even like a good massage or an incredible meditation you know that those energetic shifts that we don't we're not always conscious of but we feel the effects of and but for me because i was so used to working with energy um that when they facilitated a session on me, it was a light bulb. Like how, of course, <laughs> like I was raised with horses, I know energy, how did I not know this is what they do? Um, you know, it explains why we feel better when we have a bad day and we just go sit with our horses. You know, there's there's so much that they're doing for us on so many levels that, um, you know, bringing that to light is so beneficial to everyone. So. You know, I really immersed myself then in that modality for for years and doing the research and and spending the time with them. And um, then in 20, I think it was 2015 or 2014, I was looking for more. You know, I was you want to keep growing. And I found Equine Connection and um, Carolyn and Carrie, who also really have changed my life for the better. So I became certified then. And then I was able to really start to meld the two together. So this energetic um, interaction helps even more in the facilitation and for our, our clients. So really started to build there. So my real passion is assisting people on this journey of self-growth and discovery and insight. And that seemed to be the people that were coming to me the most. And um, so I really was as busy as I wanted to be doing sessions and um, some programs, but but more of these um, wellness and balance sessions with the horses with people had really you know loyal clientele and uh, mostly word of mouth. And I was as busy as I wanted to be. So I also then developed this uh, the horse culture and energy workshop which was really powerful because for me it's about assisting people but I also have I'm very drawn to wanting to create a better world for the horses also they are so incredibly generous and powerful in what they do that um, I really wanted some more respect and understanding for what they do and what they offer people and it gives them another job like unfortunately in the um, horse world if many times if you're not able to be ridden you you no longer have value but i really believe they just have value in their own sentience that just because they exist and they have so much to offer us but even if they didn't they just have intrinsic value so that's something that i you know it's kind of twofold for me i'd like to make the world better for people and i'd like to make it better for the horses so that's what this workshop helps to do because it's for horse people to help them learn more about the horses really more what incredible benefits that they bring so did that um in 2017 however i had a really really abrupt and unexpected devastating really devastating life 
change. So my whole world changed. And I think this is an important piece as well because we all we all have to make these shifts. We're in COVID times now, but there's always going to be times throughout our lives that we have things happen that we don't see coming. So I did have to make um, another big pivot. Um, I wasn't able emotionally or physically to kind of continue what I was doing. Um, so I had to rehome most of my horses. I had a pretty large herd and that was my, you know, eight hour daily life with them. Uh, many of you, if you've had the opportunity to go to Carrie and Carolyn's, you may have met Roxy in the last few years. So I was so blessed and so happy that she was able to come live with you. And I just love that. She's a pretty so, big star around here. She really is. <laughs> wow. And a phenomenal teacher. teacher. Yeah. Uh, she really is. And she's helped so many people on so many different levels for a long time, many years. So um, yeah, she's a blessing to all of us. Really happy about that. So I did have to take that big pivot. I um, actually had to take a job away from the farm, which is a wonderful, it's a wonderful place to work. I have great, great people around me. Um, and ultimately that did help me in the healing process, um, helped with some recovery. But uh, then I finished my latest contract and all during COVID here and I know we'll kind of get into what does COVID look like now. Um, I made another pivot because COVID actually, for me, has initiated a blessing in, in a couple of ways. Uh, one of them is that my, my youngest daughter, so my oldest daughter is grown and out of the house and on her own, but my youngest is still home and she was doing school at home. And both my husband and I are working you know, drink. So I manage a, um, an equine reproduction department at a veterinary clinic that uh, we're working 10, 12, 14 hour days during breeding season, right in the middle of COVID. So my youngest is at home trying to do school by herself and really struggling. And it was a, a big light bulb to me again, that I, I really want to be home with my daughter. I, you know, I, love the place that I work, but I, I need to be home with her. So COVID was that one shift there. The second thing that it brought was this knowledge that now most interactions and in education have gone online. So get creative. What, what can I do then? Well, I have a workshop and I already have it going. I can build that and um, focus on it and build it. So again, that brings me another couple of benefits. So it allows me to be home with my daughter and my horses again, and it allows me to focus on what I'm really passionate about again. So, you know, I'm still in the pivoting stage and building, but it's going well. And um, I think in these times, that's the most important piece is you're always going to have things crop up. So what what is the best thing we can do with it? What is that silver lining? Where can we get creative and resourceful and and still come from a place of service? Ooh, I love that service. too. I love yeah. that. Yeah, and I think that uh, it, it's such a great outlook to look at this COVID thing because it has sucked. 
for it many can. people, right? Yeah. And like, you know, like we've said time and time again, these poor restaurants, the bowling alleys, all these places that can't continue in all of this too, right? Yes, but to look at it in a different way of seeing, okay, so what option does this bring me otherwise? Is this bringing me to my passion in a different way of life? And I love that for you, it did that piece as well, but you're so right that it's not just COVID that throws us through it. Heck no, right? it's we, like, you know, we get kicked all the time by real Mac life, trucks, right? boom! Yeah, absolutely. And it's only skill building. You know, it only will make you better. You have a choice. So are you going to let it destroy you or are you going to let yourself really grow from it? And I'll tell you, in 2017, when you're in the middle of it, it's really hard to see the end of, you know, the light at the end of the tunnel. But when you have some life experience, you know you're going to be okay. You know you're going to come out of it having learned something in the middle. It's hard to remember, yeah. but you look back on those experiences and find the the great amounts of things that you learned and applied. So that that's where we're at right now, and that's really where we need to be focusing. Mm -hmm. So true. And if you do have horses, how beautiful that you can still be a part of your horse culture workshop. Because I know the people who've. Uh, because it's live to everybody globally around the world. They can take it, obviously, from you, but learn from the comfort of their own home and then take it out to their horses to implement everything that you teach in this specific course. But I know from our end, holy cow, we have been hearing so many amazing things mm -hmm. from the people taking your online course and understanding their horses. Like, it's so exciting when you see that they have the epiphanies to what these beautiful living beings offer so much as long as we understand what it is that they too need, not, not using them, but of course allowing them to be the actual teacher to facilitate us. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. we need it more. Well, maybe Absolutely. We, we have a gold mine. You have a gold mine standing in your field in terms of helping you through these these tough times. Yeah. Well, maybe why don't we give a couple little like highlights of what's in that course, like what kind of things people would learn and yeah. things that you're teaching. Yeah. Yeah. Well said, Carolyn. So, um, I again, I mentioned that I like to know the hows and the whys. So the science portion is important to me. So we always start out with that to explain what is energy. Right? Really, it's just the first law of thermodynamics. You can neither create nor destroy energy, only transform it. So it's always there. Particle theories, you know, things we learned about in school that all applies. And um, so we started that piece, make it so that it's understandable for everyone. And then we move into you know, learning about the energy centers. So how does science explain those? And it does. So we talk about the myofascial system, how that all um, adds in. And then you learn a little bit about the emotional components because um, the root cause of almost all disease has an emotional component. So you learn a little bit more about that. And then we have energy centers within ourselves, but horses do as well. So you also then learn how to feel those. Um, that goes along with our intention. And 
I know you teach now to release all of our horses. So we release them, you know, we sweep away. We know they're incredibly sensitive. So we take, you know, with intention, um, we want to release anything they may have picked up from our clients or from ourselves. Um, that's an important portion in grounding them. And a little bit more about intention and uh, intuition. So there are multiple studies on intuition and we present some of those and we do some exercises. Uh, we go through a lot of horse culture themselves. So what, what are they doing out in the field? What are they doing within their herds? Um, you know, uh, horse people we're aware of mutual grooming. We see that all the time. Here, here's an interesting point. Do how do you feel when you see horses mutually grooming? Are you ever like, oh, I hate that, stop doing that? Or do you, do you have a good feeling when you see that? You know, those are gives us some some clues on what's happening. So really, who's that itchy at the same time in the same place? So when you start to learn about energy centers and their locations, and you really start to watch where they're um, mutually grooming you really start to see that they're they're working on each other, they're constantly balancing each other. That's important uh, to their survival in the wild. They need to be um, entrained with each other. That's part of the reason they know to take off at the same time. Of course, they're watching all the physiological signs as well, but they're very connected to each other and themselves and their environment. So we go through many of the their roles in the herd and then we really go through how then to allow your horse to work on you. How do you recognize that they want to work on you? Because, you know, there are some safety things. You know, as horse people are often like, stay in your own bubble. You do not put your mouth on me. And those are important for safety. Um, but there are times when horses will very respectfully approach you and offer to balance you the way that they do with each other in their herds. So recognizing, well, what does that look like? And then how how do I allow that? And why are they going to this certain part of my body? Um, when we know where they're going and why, that gives you incredible insight into yourself. And then, of course, you apply that to your clients. So why does Buddy constantly put his, you know, his muzzle to this client's chest or their back or their forehead? Those are all signs that we can give some um, facilitation to help people realize perhaps a little bit more what's going on for themselves. So a, a bit of an ovary for you. Oh, I, I, and it gets me excited. I want to take the course all over again. <laughs> oh gosh, I love this course. This was one of the best workshops ever 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 with horses we have ever experienced that one part about the grooming too because that was something and like i didn't enter the horse world doing the horsemanship side so i was always pretty you open. know open to what is the horse saying from the very beginning but i remember when you saying about that grooming piece are they always itchy really like all the time i was like that's a valid point <laughs> but we've watched our horses since and the really cool piece with that is we get to see who of our horses are like the balancers of the herd too right like pass he's one of our guys that is constantly going and it's not like always it's not for him to get it he goes and he gives and he moves oh. and he is like the little healer guru of the group yeah. that helps to go around and balance everybody and the cool part of that is he also has a cleft palate so he slimes out of his nose a little bit but he leaves marks 
the gifts. On the horses, yeah. which is so crazy cool because then we can actually see where has he really been working, kind of what's going on. And because of everything that you've taught us, it gives value to those marks, right? It allows us to really appreciate Pass's gift in that way because we have a better idea of what it means, right? Like it's, no, you, mm -hmm. you gave me so much that I could apply that logical value to. And you're right, there are tons of studies out there that support all of this stuff, yeah. as long as you know what you're looking at, right? Absolutely, yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. So we, I mean, one of the questions that we usually ask are, how are, what are a few things that you can tell people in business to get through all this. And I'm not sure if you kind of want to go on the business side of things or on the horse side of things or what you're thinking, but what are some ways that you can give us some inspiring words, Leah? Yeah. <laughs> to help many of us, whether it doesn't matter if we're in a business, we're not in a business, or if we're aspiring to own our own business in some other area in that equine industry, or I actually think anything because really? we as women can do anything that we set our minds to so sometimes it's just fear that stops us a lot of times so when we hear what others do it sometimes inspires us to open up that I don't know baking shop from our home or whatever the case may be right yeah absolutely I think so for me because I'm still in this shifting and and moving um, the ways that I think I can offer some insight is, so I had to do a lot of self-growth myself and a lot of healing and finding some resources. So when we look at business and during, we'll just use COVID, but during any time of crisis or change, um, this is a time for great opportunity. Look for those opportunities. And we're building right now in winter. And that makes you resourceful and powerful. If you can build something now in this time of your life, you are only setting yourself up for greater success going forward. So the first thing I'd say is become resourceful and creative. So allow for this to be a time of shifting, learning, growing. Um, proximity is powerful. So exactly what we're doing with this series, which I just love it, um, find people who are already doing what you want to do and have them mentor you. So get around the people that are, this is my daughter, Ireland, uh, get around the people that are doing those things already. Learn and grow from them and with them and doing exactly what we're doing now. It's a very powerful thing to do. Um, I recently heard a story. So again, I've been doing a bunch of learning and growing myself and it was shared in one of the groups that I was in. There's so this is a true story that during COVID, there were two restaurants around the same street. They offer same block, sorry, and they offer similar food. And when COVID hit, one restaurant said like, I can't open, I can't keep going. We have to shut down. We're laying everybody off. Like this has been the worst time of my life. The restaurant down the street, however, within two days of being told they had to close their, you know, dine-in, um, went to the hardware store built themselves an outdoor facility, an outdoor drive-through, increased their business by like 60%. So this is the same industry, same area, and it's just the mindset. So we can get resourceful, get around those people. So that would be the second thing I would say is mindset. So one of my mentors is Tony Robbins. He really has changed our life. I followed him for years, but when crisis hit in 2017, man, I was looking hard for what could I be 
doing who, who could um, I learn from. Um, and he says for business specifically, success in business is 80% mindset and 20% strategy. Yep. So looking for those opportunities and silver linings, remembering things like life happens for me, not to me. So let's find what those are. Focus on what you do have. What can you control? And be really present with that. Because if you're constantly, you know, I want to go back to what it used to be. I just don't want this change. You're always in the past. And so being in the present, what can I do right now? So that's your belief. And your belief creates and your beliefs can destroy so what do you really believe? Get clear about those things. And then self-care. Meditate. Do a Tony Robbins priming. Spend time with your horses. I made a few videos recently on, on workplace because I'm trying to get back in the practice of just sitting with my horses in sometimes in the day. But in the mornings is nice. They're often having their nap. And so we're sitting in the sun with them. And as work people, again, we have gold mines sitting out in the field. Sit quietly with them, get entrained because a good herd feels well, feels balanced, and they'll allow you in their culture and they want you to feel the same. It's very, very powerful. Um, so growing and looking after yourself. And then the third thing that I would say is just know that you have something to share with someone that wants to learn it. We're always ahead, just a little bit ahead of some people. We're a little bit ahead or behind other people, so we're learning from them. But you're always going to have something that somebody finds of value. So be talking about that. Create those opportunities to share and teach that. That gives you some significance, some um, self-esteem. Again, you know, if you're really struggling through this. So you can create an income from this. Absolutely, get creative. I, you know, I loved watching Michelle, her speak about how she switched everything to online. Online, that is where the world's going right now. So can you get creative and find, you know, something similar? Um, so they can create an income, but really come from a place of service. And that is really what this, this community that you've created is so good at. If we're in this industry, we, we do want to be of service. So bear that in mind because that will always benefit more the more you give the more you get but we're not giving to get we really are just giving to be of service and contribution on that way is another way to grow and find meaning and purpose it helps you it helps others and all of this helps during these times of crisis and change love it wow that was amazing Seriously. advice and it feels so good always coming from you leah i know so I grounded so calm and such beautiful advice for all humans globally and i love that service because this is purpose and all of us who are always searching for the purpose it is a being of service and you're right it's not just about making money or do you give and then you get it's Literally, we from our souls, from our ever living being, want to be of service to another human because if we can help just one other human, man, that is huge stuff in this crazy, chaotic so world. True. I actually wanted to put up this comment as well from Marina. 
that her horse worked on a very fearful dog, breathing on him. Afterwards, oh, see, now it cuts off and I have to go up high. And now everybody's typing in, good jobs. Afterwards, this dog would go to this horse regularly. The horse, I can't read this, my eyes are too bad. Intuited the dogs needed need to regulate, a wonderful experience. And we've actually seen things like that too. With our rescue dog, yeah. Jordy was trying to move some of that energy for her and it was really profound to watch, but Dakota, she allowed it, but then she did get, because Jordy then wanted to use his teeth versus you know, just using his muscles. So it kind of scared her a little bit. It was pretty exciting to watch that whole experience and just be there. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Wow. And even I think when we uh, first had our horses start to work on us too. Yeah. You know, you know, you do that little like body shift thing, but now we was like, like come, ah, on. come on in. And even with Coakley, he's still kind of learning to make sure he doesn't use the teeth and that kind of thing. It's very like, not too much buds and then, okay. And then they go and they'll chew on other things or do what they have to do to move make that it work energy. and move it for them. Yeah. Phenomenal creatures. Yeah. Phenomenal. One other thing I want to put up here, we've got lots of heels coming in, so that's good. So I know that your website is under construction at the moment, but I believe this is your Facebook here. So you guys can go check that out and her email is on there nice. as well. And if you, <coughs> oh, sorry. And you know, the other thing, even in going into her group as well, if you do want to know about her online horse culture workshop as well, Ask ahead, ask us as well. We know how to get you in touch with getting to be a part of it. The bonus is when you take that online course as well, she's always there for you. So it's not like you pay and then she goes away. Like she's always there. So even a year from now, when I ask her, why is Paz doing this? She gives me some beautiful awarenesses that I can go back to Paz with to find out what could be happening. So this is the beauty with being in with Leah just as a human, but in her business, she's there to help the horses and us continually, continually learn. Yeah, absolutely. Was that what you wanted to I say? It was. <laughs> okay. Totally, yeah, before I choked on the air. Yeah, <laughs> air doesn't <laughs> every time. That was what I wanted to go with for the horse culture course because it is phenomenal and it is online. So you can mm -hmm. get started right away with it too. And we'll, yeah, just put in the comments if you'd like info on that or message us and we can get you to it as well. You bet. Love it. Lots of heels coming in. So it's good stuff. We're going to have to, hmm, what else can we get them to do? <laughs> I don't know. But I, I just love so much that, you know, even today, how this started out, we're together, the internet, whatever is not working, you freeze doesn't work for the first five minutes. Then you go off, then you come back in, then you go off, then you come back in. Like the restart and you know, just staying in that grounded patient piece. Cause this is, to me, this is what kind of life is daily. Like you have these disruptions constantly, but it's just, it is what it is. It happened and now let's get back on track. So thank you so much for being a part of our journey today as well. That was very in depth. Like oh, very good. Yeah. Well, I think we but it's true. It's true. That's a good parallel. <laughs> we could do that for a living. I know, right? <laughs> but no, thank you so much for being a part of our journey today, Leah. We all appreciate it. Thank you so much. I feel the exact same way. I'm really, really blessed to be part of this community. Thank you for asking me. So again, everybody that has joined us today, please share this out. We do want the world to know more about what's right in horsemanship and that you can persevere through all, 
all of this. <laughs> and so, even though it is for like, we are doing the rates series with women, don't get us wrong. All of you men, if you are watching, of course, take those same piece of pieces of advice because yes. it's brilliant when you are in business to be able to know these are some of the steps that can help me no matter what is happening. So true. Yeah. And we, we're all human. We all, we all are the roller coaster that is life, right? You bet. <laughs> so, you bet. And Leah, thank you for all of your great input today. That was fantastic. And I think probably pretty inspiring for a lot of these people that are joining us today too. Thank you again so much, Leah. Again, my name is Carolyn Charles, a director of sales and marketing with the Equine Connection. And I'm Carrie Fulmick, the founder and course master instructor, helping people globally around the world to do what it is that we do with pony pones, pony pones. Have an amazing, amazing week. Only you can make it happen. And only you have the power inside your own minds to make that switch, as Leah just said. Thanks so much for tuning in today with us gals from Equine Connection on today's episode of Changing Lives with a Horse, of course. Next week, we're going to have tons more information, and please join us then for more chatting on how these phenomenal creatures are really the best teachers around. We'll talk to you all then.